a lot had to do with their skill, their talent, and their ability to get shots off even when contested. But I think that we have a, a super talented team, so yeah. it's never going to be an excuse for me to say, well, shots were just falling. It's, it's our job to make sure that shots don't fall. Sure. And that's whether you're playing Northwest or you're playing friends who we play in an exhibition uh, mm -hmm. when we get back from Christmas. You have to do your job as a defender to force them to miss shots and force them not to be able to get shots off. And so um, we'll do our job as a staff, as a team. I know anytime we've given these kids a challenge or expectation, they've always met it. And so uh, this is going to be a big one. It's going to be a lot to be able to to break down the film and there's going to be a lot of lessons in, in, in the film breakdown and so I have faith that our guys are going to respond. Speaking with Missouri Western men's basketball coach Will Martin on the Missouri Western Coaches Show on Joetown 107.5 and yeah you're right two of five from three they were first half eight of 12 in the second half 20 of 25 from the field in the second half for the Bearcats and pretty good free throw shooting team too uh, 21 of 22. Uh, First 10 to 12 minutes, pretty back and forth. Uh, your team was making some shots early. Uh, Q Mays was making some early, and then, you know, some fouls uh, started coming. I know Caleb had a couple. Alex John had a couple. Q got three there in the uh, first half. Then that kind of allowed them to go on their run, go up 15 at the half. Well, I guess what did you – did you feel like there was – a turning point in that game because it was pretty, you know, pretty back and forth there for a little while. Well, I'll be honest with you, Tommy. I felt like in the first half that the moment, the moment felt a little too big for us in the sense that mm -hmm. we had Caleb out and we had CB out, and it was a 10-point game back and forth. But if you were sitting on our bench, you would have felt that it was a 25-point game. And mm -hmm. in that moment, I felt like there was a shift, to answer your question. Sure. And great teams find a way – to stay in it no matter what the score is and no matter who's in the game. For instance, last year at Northwest, we had just come off of COVID, and we had a seven-point lead at half, and Trevor Hudgens was in foul trouble. I think he only played like seven or eight minutes in the first half. And Northwest, being the great team that they are, they, they found ways to, mm -hmm. to keep it within seven instead of us blowing it. I think we had an opportunity to blow it open to about 12 or 14 multiple times in the first half, but they kept it in single digits. And then they got him back in the second half, and they were rolling. So we, if we want to be a great team, we have to handle adversity in the sense of having a Q Maze out, having a Caleb Bennett out, and making sure that we can we can keep the score within within reach so that when we get them back in the second half, we don't miss a beat. And so I thought that we could have done a better job with those two on the bench. Um, I think that, you know, we, we battled. I feel I feel like our guys battled all night. I wasn't upset with the, the effort, but yeah. you, you, ha you have to have a different level of locked-in focus whenever you have two of your best players on the bench. And we have a great bench. We have guys that are super talented. And so um, ho hopefully that's a, a lesson that they learned in that game that, look, no, no matter who's in the game, you know, we're, we're rocking 17 strong and we have faith in all 17 players. We have to go out and compete and, and make it a game no matter what. Yeah, certainly I think maybe a frustrating thing is uh, Missouri Western didn't shoot it bad. I mean, 24-52, 46.2%. I think you'd at least take that on, on, on most nights. But, of course, they took away the three, uh, so that was kind of hard to counter in that way. But, uh, yeah, I thought Tay Fields played really well. A new career high, nine points for him, four or five shooting in uh, 16 minutes. So, yeah, he did well. Reed Kemp coming off the bench with uh, six points in nine minutes as well. So certainly uh, some things to take away uh, there. As tough as that loss was, you're still second in the league. You've beaten some good teams this year, managed to win six straight, uh, lots of season left. I know you talked about this with uh, Ryan uh, Menley after the game, but uh, how much pride is there in what this team has achieved so far and 
how nice is it to know that there's still lots of games left and every goal is still in front of this team? A, a ton. I mean, yeah. I, we only have two goals in the year, and that's being the most connected team in the country and playing our best basketball in March. Yep. And I know I talk about that all the time, but um, the, the perspective is – what is today? December 20th. 20th? Yeah. We have the rest of December. We have January. We have February. That's three months to achieve our goal of playing our best basketball in March. So mm -hmm. if if we took a 38-point lump to Northwest or anybody in the country and this was February, then I would be a little bit concerned. Um, the fact that it's December right now, um, we've shown spurts. The guys have stayed connected. They've responded to every challenge. I have – a ton of a ton of a ton of hope in this team I mean I, this team is this team has showed over and over and over again not just this year but last year too going through COVID having 17 guys out um, losing seven games straight and then rattling off five of six making it to the first NCAA tournament in 11 years this team is battle tested they've shown that they can handle adversity and so um, I have I have the utmost confidence in this team and like you said we go into the break um, second place right where we want to be you, you want to finish top three in this league to have a chance to play in the ncaa tournament mm -hmm. now you want to win the league right. you know like i'm i always have to remind people when i'm trying to give perspective that we want to win every single game and yeah. we, we want to win every single game by 38 if we can but you, you always have to have perspective and so uh to to finish in that top three in the league it puts you in a place where you can go to an ncaa tournament and if you get to an ncaa tournament that's in march and if you're playing your best basketball in march then you give yourself a chance to advance and hopefully make it to a regional championship and then see where the cards fall then but um i have the utmost faith and confidence that this team is going to do that i i told the guys after the game and i, I just shared most of the guys already know, but um, I gave them my full life story, Tommy, like mm -hmm. my whole life story. And in my life and many people who I know their lives as well, the biggest challenges that I've faced, the darkest moments of my life, the greatest challenges have always catapulted me forward to become the man who I am if I chose to use it that way. And so we have a choice to make where – we can break down the film and not just the film from an analytical standpoint, but our responses and our reactions during the game, whether you were on the court, whether you were on the bench, and use that to mold us into better men. And if we do that, we'll become a better team. And if we do that, we'll be playing our best basketball in March. So that's the strategic plan is being able to take a moment of darkness, take a moment of pain, and flip that into purpose. And so what I hope is that you and I are sitting up here in March, and I'm laughing, saying, look, that wasn't just coach talk. We, we took that 38-point uh, lumping, and we turned it into a diamond. You know, yeah. we, we took that pressure, and we, we turned it into a diamond, and it turned into something beautiful, and it made us the team that we are. It revealed our character, and that's why we're sitting where we are. I hope that's the case. I believe that's the case. We're going to do everything in our power to make sure that's the case. Yeah, I think all of us uh, hope for that. Uh, I remember just how much fun it was, you know, getting into that NCAA tournament, getting that chance to play in the regional. And obviously I wasn't in the seat when that happened. But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be a part of uh, something like that for sure. And, uh, yeah, still lots of hope, still lots of optimism. We've seen it. This team is uh, really talented. Got Friends University coming in on it'll be a week from this Wednesday, the 29th, 3 o'clock tip from the Missouri Western Fieldhouse. We'll have that following the women's game against University of St. Mary on KFEQ, women at one, the men to follow at three. I know it's uh, it's an exhibition, but uh, obviously a good test for your team. Is it nice having just 
this last non-conference game here before you jump back into conference play New Year's Day? Yeah, we did intentionally shout out Eric Kramer for making sure we're able to get that done. Um, it, it's I think it's always good before you jump right back into conference uh, to, to have a, a tune-up game. And so being able to play friends and hopefully we'll be able to utilize our bench and get guys plenty of playing time so that they can kind of wash out all the uh, Christmas spirit and, and get back into the zone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Friends University, 4-11 uh, and 11 so far this year. This will be their first um, uh, D2 opponent they've played uh, all NAIA up to this point. I think they're part of the KCAC conference there in, in the state of Kansas. They last played Sterling College on December 13th, won at 87-73. So they'll be coming in on 16 uh, days of rest. So, uh, again, 3 o'clock game there uh, from the Missouri Western Fieldhouse. Final game of 2021, and then Pittsburgh State on New Year's Day. That'll be a 7 o'clock start also at the Fieldhouse. So nice that we get to stay home these uh, next couple uh, after the Christmas holiday. Well, what's, uh, what's Santa bringing you, Coach? Uh, what's he going to bring the Martin household? Man, he Santa is blessing me with a trip back home. I haven't nice. been back home in a long time. Uh, my, my dad, he's good now, but he was battling some, some health issues over Thanksgiving, and mm. I was really worried about him. So uh, getting to go home and, and be with my family, you know, when you – and it's a blessing. It's a blessing being a coach, but when you're a coach – your, your 17 players are your kids, you know, and you, you invest your entire time with them. And uh, your family sacrifices a lot, you know, your, your wives, uh, if you have children, um, your family back home. And so hopefully, you know, I'll take some time to be present. Obviously, I'll take my laptop and I'll be watching film. That never mm -hmm. stops. But being able to go home and being around my family, I don't get to see them much. So That'll be nice. I'll be home for about two days, nice. and that's it. Um, yeah. And then I'll come back and get back to work. Yeah, Franklin, Tennessee is home for you, right? Correct. Home yeah. of Reese Glover and that's right. Reed Kemp and Matt Schneider and Zion Sweater. Awesome, yeah. What are you going to do over Christmas? Yeah, so I'm actually going to head back to Nebraska tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if you have, you've heard of Mannheim Steamroller, yeah? Correct. I'm seeing them tomorrow at a matinee in Lincoln. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with my parents for a couple of days. And then I think I'll come back, cover the LeBlanc tournament 27th, 28th, cover you guys, and then get a little break. Uh, enjoy New Year's Eve and then, you know, rest, recuperate, and get ready for your games on New Year's Day in the evening. No rest for the weary. That's right. Coach, Merry Christmas. That's Good all you need you. from me today? That, that's all I got, man. All right. Yeah. Good all job. Right. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. All right, Merry Christmas. Safe travels. Will Martin, head coach of Missouri Western men's basketball.